Beyond the Mask is made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. With almost two decades of experience, the firm guides CRNAs through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 855-304-3748 or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Beyond the Mask, innovation and opportunities for CRNAs with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. We know you spend your day caring for your patient's best interests. On our show, we want to care for you. Join us as we leave the operating room and learn the latest in the CRNA industry. Beyond the Mask starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, Welcome to Beyond the Mask. I'm Jeremy Stanley, and I've been working with CRNAs for over 23 years, and I even happen to be married to one. And my co-host today is... Sharon Pierce. Sharon's been a practicing CRNA for 20-plus uh, years. Uh, uh. We're not going to talk about the plus. She's also past president of the ANA, a past president of the North Carolina Association of Nurse Anesthetists, and has held many leadership roles, and a lot of our listenership knows Sharon personally. Our goal with every episode is to educate and enlighten our CRNA community, and we feel like we've got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about National CRNA Week. Uh, The annual event takes place every year in January, and in fact, we just uh, had it January 20th of this year. Along with us today, we've got a couple guest speakers and folks who we think are going to enlighten us. Chris Betton, who is the Senior Director of Strategic Communications, I think I can say that, Chris, with the American Association of Nurse Anesthetists, and he's been on staff with them for 20-plus years as well. We're not going to talk about your plus either. (laughs) And then Dan Lovanaria, and Dan is the Program Director and Clinical Assistant Professor at the University of Minnesota Nurse Anesthesia Program. And he is also Communications Committee Chairperson for the ANA. And we're lucky to have both of them today, and we're ready to get going. So it's time to wake up. So I'll start. Yeah. yeah. So I'll start the first question off, Jeremy. And I'm going to direct this towards Chris, and there's a reason why I'm directing it towards Chris. So how did CRNA Week get its start, Chris? Good question, Sharon. It dates back 20 years now. And I came on board just after the Public Relations Committee came up with the idea. They were a really creative group at the time, came up with a lot of projects and and initiatives that continue to this day. And this was probably their finest achievement. Uh, It was called National Nurse Anesthetists Week at the time. And a few years back, we decided to change it to CRNA Week because First of all, nobody can say anesthetist. And, um, (laughs) you know, secondly, we wanted to market CRNA. So that was when it got its start, and it built slowly over the years as members caught on to how fun it is to promote their profession in all the different ways it can be promoted. And the committee also came up with the idea of creating materials, which to this day are very popular and ordered in abundance by the membership. Now, was that so when kind of Scott McLaughlin was chair, Chris? Yes, it was. Scott McLaughlin was the chair. What a creative mind he was. And okay. uh, it was a great group around him. Dave Peterson from Iowa, Rita LeBlanc, who 
uh, was from Rhode Island, passed away a few years back, and now has an award named after her. Tracy Castleman from New Jersey, Beth Ann Clayton from Ohio, and I know I'm missing a few, but it was just a, a stellar group of CRNAs. Hey, Dan, I've got a question for you. As a CRNA yeah. clinician and educator, how do you and your colleagues usually celebrate this event? Yes, we do. We celebrate it big here in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, actually. I work at the VA in Minneapolis with a bunch of full practice VA CRNAs under the direction of anesthesiologists, obviously, but we have, we celebrate it big. We, it starts off in November, we're ordering these materials that are available for members of the association. And I typically engage all the CRNA um, team at the VA Minneapolis. And then I also engage our media department at the VA and we have all the uh, posters and we have it all on TV monitors at the VA every corner really at the VA Minneapolis and I, I also have a, an opportunity to educate our leaders of our hospital and give them uh, an overview of what CRNAs do at the VA Minneapolis and in the country. Being the program director as well at the University of Minnesota, we, we allow our students to take part of all the opportunities to promote our CRNA week. We not only say CRNA week, it's also there week as a SRNA, student registered nurse anesthetist. We have posters, we order tents. I, I'm a, an avid photographer, so I'm always showcasing our students, taking group pictures of them and in clinical and also in, um, in the school. And I'm also a, a very social media advocate. So I, I tend to spread it among all the different avenues in social media. So uh, huge fan here in, in Minneapolis. Dan, it sounds like y'all do a lot of stuff up there. What are some other things that CRNAs are doing across the country? And this can be directed at either of you two um, to answer this question. Great question. Uh, recently, Chris can chime in too shortly after I give some information that we've recently received some great advertising or education piece, public service announcements from Louisiana State. They've done the billboards, they've been on TV, spreading the word about what CRNAs do, what they do in the uh, small towns of Louisiana to the bigger towns of Louisiana. Billboards, like I said, buses with CRNA week uh, promotion. So Chris can also add to that. Oh yeah, it's amazing what the members come up with and the energy they expend. Some of my favorite things that they do are movie screen ads. So you'll go into your cinema and, you know, before they start running the previews, up will pop a, an ad for CRNA Week. That's always kind of fun to see. As Dan said, the sites of buses, bus stops, baggage claim areas and airports. So anywhere that they can creatively use the graphics that the design team here at the ANA prepare, they do a great job of getting the word out, and, and they kind of like to compete with each other. Mm-hmm. One thing I'd like to mention, Sharon, is the PR Recognition Awards that we do every year. The uh, Communications Committee votes on them, and one of the awards is Best Use of CRNA Week Materials to Promote the Profession, and it's really fun to see the competition that occurs between the states and individual members, et cetera. Well, there's several awards that you guys give out every year. What, how many categories do you have now? Three? We have four now. Four? And there's the CRNA Week. There's the Future of Anesthesia Care Today campaign and, and best use of those materials. There's the overall best PR effort, which is the big award. 
And Dan, the other one is for um, CRNA schools, et cetera. Um, yeah. Small business. It, kind of I remember one year, uh, Carolina Anesthesia won it many, many years ago in North Carolina. Um, Just, North Carolina is always a huge contender every year because they come up with amazing, amazing promotion. Also, one school in particular, uh, Wake Forest, not only they... My alma not mater, only yay! They, <laughs> hey, but not only that they celebrate CRNA week during CRNA week, I am always blown away every single year where they they actually promote CRNAs every single month. Students have activities every month promoting, they go to homeless shelters, to, they're at the Capitol, they're doing medical missions, so they're extremely active in the uh, promotion of the nurse anesthesia profession. I'm always, always impressed with Wake Forest. Apparently, we have Sharon from Wake Forest, so I'm blown away. And actually, year. Jeremy's wife went to Wake Forest, We're too. We're all in the house. There man. you go. And actually, the go. nurse anesthesia program is 10 minutes away from where we are right now. So. That's oh, it. wow. Now, there's another thing that I'm hearing, Chris. You were talking about mm-hmm. the AANA helping with some of the designs. And I'm not too sure that states are totally aware that they can just give you a call. And you guys are very helpful in a lot of these endeavors that they have ideas about and have a backlog and know what other people have done. They don't have to recreate the wheel every time, do they? Oh, no, you're absolutely correct, Sharon. For instance, let's say you're a state association PR chair or president, and you're going to be working on a billboard, and you need some art so you don't have to start from ground zero. Our design production team will send you the art so that your billboard company, say Lamar, can tear it down and and rebuild it for you or utilize it as is. So definitely. And one other thing, too, I want to mention is the items that are available to everybody. We have pens, and we went through over 100,000 of those this year, buttons, table tent posters. Have you got uh, any pens, Liz? I don't even have one. Maybe you could send us a few, Chris. I mean, you know, we are always running You, you don't have pens. any of that stuff? Well, I, I think we're, no we're, we're fresh out. I'm sorry. There's <laughs> no All right, left. first dibs next year. That's right. Guys, really? <laughs> hey, Chris, apart from the CRNA Week theme, you know, what is the general message that the ANA is trying to get across to its audiences each year? The general message is we want our members to educate the public. And by public, I don't only mean patients and their families, but policymakers, other healthcare professionals. I mean, you'd be amazed at how many healthcare professionals aren't sure what a nurse anesthetist is. We want them to get the word out about the role and values of CRNAs in the U.S. healthcare system. And we want them to be comfortable talking about access to care. We want them to be comfortable talking about how safe and cost-effective CRNAs are, what their education is, and how impressive it is with seven to eight and a half years of schooling and over 9,000 clinical hours. We want them to tell this at community centers, at in-services, anywhere and everywhere during that week, we want them to get the message out. So basically, that's the purpose of it, not just the theme that's on the posters, but a much wider educational effort. Very good. So what has been the most favorite thing that anyone has ever done for CRNA Week? And Chris, you can go back 21 years if you'd like to. <laughs> you know, that's okay, though. I am old. No, so you, know, I, um, we're, you know what I'm talking about. 
1998. Here's here's my very favorite, and it turned out... Be careful, Chris. (laughs) This state (laughs) won the PR award that year for their efforts, and what happened was they reached out to the local TV station, and it was the main association of nurse anesthetists, and... They got the two on-air personalities to tell everybody that this was the beginning of National Nurse Anesthetists Week. That was when we were still calling it that. But the two newscasters simply could not say anesthetist. It was just ugly, okay? So the, uh, the state got hold of them and corrected them. And what came of it wasn't just that one newscast where they told the world, or at least the small world there in Maine, that this event was taking place. Every day, they had a field day practicing how to say anesthetist and giving more information out about the profession. And so we showed the clips from the newscasts at the opening ceremonies of the annual meeting that year. And everybody was just falling out of their chairs because it was outstanding. So it was probably the best CRNA week PR that I've seen. And it was kind of by accident, but kudos to the main folks for setting it up initially and following up to make sure they got it right. It it was outstanding. Oh, that's awesome. You know, in the South, we have a church on every corner. So when people say they can't say anesthetist, I tell them, if you can say Methodist, you can say (laughs) anesthetist. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> so, Chris, what is the process, or Dan, either one, for kind of developing the CRNA Week theme each year? And maybe what? Well, I'm going to turn that one over to Dan. He's the committee chair, and he's the one who's at the reins. So, Dan, go ahead and, and tell the world. Great question. Thanks for the uh, question, Jeremy. The president elect of the uh, association, ANA, appoints all the members of the communications committee, and we all then meet their. Uh, ANA is a member-driven association, so we have, as members, we have a lot of input into the development of the CRNA week for the following year. We're comprised of about eight or nine members that we spend a weekend really coming up with ideas, brainstorming with different ideas of what would be the theme for the following year, and we go through every idea is accepted within the committee, and then we then hash it down to a couple Themes And then it, it, there's a process at the ANA on how we approve it. And we send it to the president, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. And then it, we send it to the board and then the board of the directors will give their kind of um, input. And then it gets reshaped and it, it's voted for the uh, CRNA week. And then come November 1st, it's available for members across the country from, like Chris mentioned, pens, posters, table tents among other things. So that's how it gets created for CRNA Week. Yep. Hey, Dan, I've got one more question for you here. Yeah. I just want to know what Hermes does for CRNA Week. (laughs) He is a huge uh, advocate for CRNA. So Hermes is our house dog, the most spoiled dog. uh, I was going to say, doesn't he run the house? I mean, isn't that the way it works? Yes, the house was designed for him. <laughs> hey, listen. So does, he's a does, huge. Does he have his own Facebook page yet? Our yes, dog has. He's his. got his own Instagram. He's got his own Facebook and no Twitter, but he's working on it. He's got a ton, <laughs> tons of followers. So during CRNA week, he had his 
his own uh, logo, CRNA Week logo, promoting CRNA. So I appreciate the uh, question, Jeremy. That is wonderful. <laughs> that is wonderful. So all I really want to know, Chris, are the Cubs going to take it Ooh. this year? Oh, yeah, without question. And, and that way, when we get to the World Series, we can put up a, an ad every day. You've already CRNA got that worked the World out. Series broadcast. You've there got you go. that worked out now, don't you? Yeah, I'm working on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, the question of the day is, what is going to be the theme for next year? Well, like I said, we've already met and we've decided with the theme for 2020, Jeremy and Sharon. Are we going to be the keep first a secret? to know? Me? <laughs> of course yes. we can. And so can all our can. listeners. All right. You guys can You promise you can keep a secret? Well, all right. Uh, we're Chris pinky swearing all, in we, here. We're, we're pinky, pinky swearing, swearing right now. We can also keep a secret. <sighs> <laughs> so we will be. The big reveal is coming up. So. <laughs> I tell you you what we'll do for you, Dan. Whenever you can let the secret out, I think you need to cut a little infomercial. We'll cut a little infomercial to put it onto the podcast with the theme. Once we can let it it. out. How do y'all like that? That'd be great. We'll do that. Yes, you would be the first. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. Yes. So do either of you have anything else you'd like to add? To, any last thoughts, burning things you want to tell the, the listeners? Well, Sharon, you know, when I teach media training, and you've helped me teach it in the past, we always teach, if the reporter asks that question, don't say, no, I don't. So I do. I have something to add. And that is Nurse Anesthetist Week, CRNA Week, is one week every year. But there's a whole bunch of other weeks for the next 12 months or 11 months that we encourage members, schools, state associations, etc., to keep the momentum going. Get the word out about your profession. Use the CRNA Week materials or logo or theme, but get the word out. We want everybody in the world to be able to say anesthetist and to know who you are. So that would be my parting message. I knew you wouldn't let me down. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. We want to thank everyone for listening to Beyond the Mask with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. If you like our show and you want to know more about us, you can check out our other episodes on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. Until next time. Like what you're hearing? Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere else that streams podcasts. Today's show was made possible by the folks at CRNA Financial Planning, an independent consulting firm that offers financial planning services exclusively to CRNAs and their families. From planning for a child's future college expenses to building a predictable income stream in retirement, the firm is committed to offering you comprehensive financial services, customized to fit your unique needs and objectives. If you have questions about your financial future, get them answered. Call the team at 855-304-3748. That's 855-304-3748. Or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. And thanks for your support of Beyond the Mask. 
Hi, this is Jackie Rolls, President of the International Federation of Nurse Anesthetists and President and Founder of Our Hearts, Your Hands, a global anesthesia support community that takes donations to allow nurse anesthetists in low and middle income countries to go to educational programs, buy equipment or textbooks. Your donations are tax deductible and we would appreciate your support.